Our Father, our God, Lord, we bless you, we exalt your name. Lord, we say, let your name be glorified, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come before your presence this morning, Lord. We come before the world, before the ancient, ancient world, Lord. Let it have impact on our lives, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That this word shall harvest in our lives, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers, Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's have our seats. Praise the Lord. Uh, I believe we have been enjoying the service all along. If you have been enjoying the service, let me hear some noise. Give a clap offering to God. Hallelujah. Okay, so uh, this morning, uh, our topic this morning will be hairs to royalty. Our team, can I hear some noise? Hairs to royalty. Now, and you can see that there was a little background display of the drama. Now, the story is that uh, which is similar to the prodigal son. Now, let's open the Bible to Luke 15. And they will be reading from verse 11 to 32. Luke 15, from verse 11 to 32. Now, and it says, Then he said, The certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed wine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and he began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of his servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as 
this, this son of yours came. You have devoured your livelihood with alots. You killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. May the Lord bless you with his word in Jesus' name. Okay, uh, before I proceed, I would love to... Uh, Give honor to whom is due to by uh, thanking the senior pastor. Thank you, sir. Thanking the pastors, the ministers, and the elders, and the teachers. Thank you all very, very much. Now, the theme, S to reality, S to reality, S to reality. We just read the prodigal son story. Now, S simply means an individual who is legally entitled to a property. For you to be an heir, it means you are legally entitled to a property. Now, royalty is a person from a royal lineage. When you see a prince, you don't need to be told that, okay, yes, he is the son of a king. Now, from the drama we have just watched, we could see that, okay, in the true life sense, a young girl these days, you know, as teenagers, we want to explore more and all that without even knowing what's at the end of the tunnel. So we just go and then, you know, she came back and then her father accepted her back. Now, a child confronts his father from the passage and lives with part of his father's property claiming to be his inheritance after some time he realizes he can't survive on his own because he had lavished all he took away now as children as teenagers we are under your care as parents sometimes you know, we go to school and everything we are exposed social media we want to try this we want to try that and then we are left in your care to take care of us now most, most days these days and everything I don't know what social media has turned to and everything, whereby some parents are now using a book to teach their children. Some parents are using a book to parent their children. So when you now go to the aspect of, okay, you comparing your children, oh, look at this person's son, look at this person's daughter. I want him for you. That might not be my own line. Everybody here is seated there. If God says, okay, yes, you're all going to leave this place. Okay, my own uh, steps might be to walk directly to that door. Yours might be to go upstairs and then walk out. But the point is, we are all still walking out. So you being an heir to reality, and you know, being an heir to reality simply means that, okay, yes, me being a prince, no matter what happens, whether I go astray and all, royalty is still royalty and it's always royalty. We are all children of God. And most times, you know, we don't even know that we are heirs to reality. A lot of people, a lot of Christians don't understand their identity as being a Christian. We tend to move around and they expect success, success, success. But mind you, success is not just the result you achieve. But then it is the who that you have turned yourself to become to show for that result. I might, I might tend to, okay, yes, uh, own different companies. The companies is not just the success. It's who I turn myself making myself a CEO because I, I, I already have disciplined myself to know that, okay, yes, I am ready for this. You know, we all want to step out, want to step out. Yeah, God is saying, God is saying this and then, but no, 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 no. We can't, we, can't, we can't wait for this time. Normally in Africa, if it were to be, okay, that your daughter went out and then less than how many years she's back looking tattered and all, spent over a hundred million dollars before you welcome her at least oh 
What were you thinking? I was, I was trying to correct you, but no. The Bible has said it. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. So normally, it's, it, it goes and comes. It's to touch. But as parents, that's why you are, you, are, you, are, you are there to guide us. You are there to lead us. Because we are under you. We are all heads to royalty. So it's high time we start to understand that, okay, yes, this is my identity. Just look at the, the prodigal son. At some point, he was like, how can I be here eating what the swines are eating when my father's servant will still have left over for me? From being a prince, he went down there from grace to grass and then without understanding his identity. But it got to him that, come on now, I am a prince. I can't be doing this. How can servants be living more than I should? Amen. Now, he summons the courage to go back to his father. And he is exalted, celebrated, and accepted once again. Now, from the drama, you could see that when the girl came back, the father went to meet her, complaining and everything. But at the end, he accepted her back. That is to say, no matter how many times we step out of God's grace, he is willing and able to accept us. The robe that was that was put on on her symbolizes the authority which she once had and now she has gained it again from the story it was it was said that the son was giving sandals to wear that is okay you are no longer a mere man you're no longer a mere person you walk like royalty you have to look like royalty amen amen now Let's look at Galatians 4, verse 1 and 7. I'll be reading the contemporary English version. Now it says, Children who are under the age are no better off than slaves, even though everything their parents own will someday be theirs. Verse 7. It says, You are no longer slaves. I'm not hearing amen. You are no longer slaves. You are God's children. And he will be given what he has promised. Sometimes, we not understanding our identity. We are just like mere children. Yes, we know that. Yes, our father owns this. Yes, we are prince. My dad has. My dad had this. But if we don't understand that, okay, yes, I am actually entitled to this thing. I am an heir to this thing. We act like children. And then, what difference do we have between a child? And a servant, a child that does not even know that okay, yes, I am entitled to this. But now God is saying that you are no longer slaves, you are God's children, and you will be given what He has promised. For He has said, You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people. These are there already for you to know that okay, yes, this is my identity, this is who I am. But no, with everything happening in the world, in the country, just forget that, ah, I am an heir to royalty. Where people are proclaiming false and unseemly things. We join them. Focusing the fact that it is my father that is seated on the throne. We need to understand the fact that you might be suffering. Yes, I know you are suffering. But because I know that, okay, yes, I have a father. I am a prince. I am a princess. 
I can't, I can't suffer the way you will be suffering like this. No. Amen? Now, see, some of us are asking God for what we don't have the capacity to handle yet. We want to explore more. We want to explore more. Meanwhile, the little that is in your hands, you haven't even, you know, taken good care of it. We can't handle the level of success. Influence, we are asking him. For hence, he has given us least he destroys us. Just like the prodigal son, like I said. How have we handled the little money, job, responsibility that he has given us so far? Most people are praying for more. Everybody's praying every day. Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. Your life is meant for impact. Where you are, how many have you impacted? How many have you impacted? And yet you are praying for more. Lord, if you, do, if you do this, if you do this, I will do this. Do it now. Sometimes he doesn't want you to be at your comfort zone. He wants you to struggle so he can see the sweat and the memories and everything behind what you have done. You don't need to be at your comfort zone to, to give what you, what you need to give. And now he's saying, as a result of we not understanding our identity in Christ as royalty, we have gotten used to the result of life. Mind you, the worst aspect of a man it's not dead. It's you being alive and not knowing who you are. You're not understanding and knowing your identity. How can you move around and say, okay, I am this, I am that. When you know that, yes, you are the prince to a king, there's a way you walk. There's a way you talk. You're not knowing yourself, you just come, okay, everybody's moving this way. Put your head this way without knowing what you are getting yourself into. If you can see, for these past days and Sundays, Wednesdays and everything, we've been talking about calm and worry. You can't expect a prince to be worrying. No, let's go. My prince, my prince, this, 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 this. Go and do this. No stress. So knowing your identity is very, very, very key. Something isn't favoring us. We say probably it's God's plan. We are used to this. It's not working out. Ah, probably it's God's plan. God, God doesn't want it to happen. You want to happen to happen. This and that, this and that, this and that. Well, as a prince, ah, okay, I'm, I'm meant to be flourishing in my business and something is not happening. I'm folding my hands, ah, it's God's plan. No! You talk to your father, that's why, that's why it's your father. You're not a slave. You're a prince, you're a princess. You go, you talk to him in prayers. Lord, this is what's happening. And you don't just pray and go, you listen. That is the relationship you have between a prince and a king. You can't expect a priest to come and say, Your Highness, so this is this, and you leave. No. You communicate. You talk and get the, the response. Amen. As royalty, we should not be able to get, as royalty, we should be able to get the very best. Because God Himself chose us. Yes, hard times will come, difficult times will be present. But as royalty, we should get the best from such times. When there's a casting down, there's a lifting up. When people are saying this, 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 you don't join them in saying this. I, it might not be coming forth, it might not be showing, but tell yourself, it's what you proclaim that happens. If you keep saying, ah, Nigeria is bad, this, 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 you, you might not even actually move anywhere. Amen? Let's not settle for less. Our father happens to be a kind, and there is blood of royalty flowing through our veins. There is blood of royalty flowing through our veins. Once a prince, always a prince. 
Once a princess, always a princess. Once a royalty, always royalty. Many of us have gone out of God's grace, but it's never too late. For you are a son and daughter of his kingdom. He's willing to accept you back. Yes, I've done this, I've done I've done this, I've done that. You don't leave it for him to judge. He said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. For he has said, for there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So as royalty, as your father, as a king, is willing and able to accept you back. Amen? And then looking at the other son, you have been with your father all these years. Many of us, so many Christians. Oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm working for you. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you because you never understood that what is your father's is yours. We need to stop the mind saying that, oh God, I'm doing this. Bless me. Do this, do this, do this, do this. As a king, your son shouldn't be working for you. Your son should be working with you. It's high time you get to understand that that should be the relationship. Understand that you are a prince and not a mere servant. Because getting that, you are good to go in life. Father, I've been with you all this time and yet you never gave me a goat to kill and enjoy amongst my friends. No, now. What is mine is yours. All you need is ask. And if it's something that you are ready for, I will give to you. Let's not stay back and say, oh, God, I'm, this, I'm expecting, I'm expecting. If you don't ask, you can't expect to receive. Amen? Now, he's saying that we have done this, that yes, once a reality, always a reality. He couldn't take the sufferings, knowing fully well who his father is. Let's come back to God today. Moreover, the same story depicts that the son who worked for the father like what I said, everything. Now, at some point, the the son that left, the runaway son, the prodigal child. No, things became so unbearable for him that he had to settle for what pigs, swines are eating. May we not settle for less, knowing that we are reality in Jesus' name. May we not settle for less, knowing that we are reality in Jesus' name. Some Christians are used to the ideology of serving their boss at work. The way you attend to your boss, the way you attend to your customers, the way you attend to organizations and everything. You now bring that same ideology to God. Yes, sir. This. Ah. Do you know who your father is? He's the king. You talk to him. You, you talk to him like a child. Because that is who you are. You rest in his bosom. Knowing fully well that yes, he is capable, and then you are. No, nothing can come near you. Dead where I want to defile the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Praise God. So this morning, I want us to examine ourselves. Ask yourself Am I being the identity of a prince? Am I being the identity of a princess? Look down within yourself. All I've been doing, am I, am I, am I walking, am I talking like a prince, like a princess? Am I depicting royalty? Do I understand my identity? Praise God. Praise God.
I hope I'm, 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 I'm saying what's, what's right. I hope I'm saying what's right. Because we need to understand that, okay, yes, I am, I am a prince. I am, a, I, am, I am royalty. So, what I'm bringing this morning is, you know, has S royalty that we the teenagers have chosen, you are entitled to that which your father owns. So whether you might have, you know, gone astray and everything, please come back. Come back. Because your father is willing to take you in and bless you more abundantly. May the Lord enrich us in the name of Jesus. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you and bless your name. Lord, we say, let your name be glorified, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are praying, Lord, that for those of us that might have gone astray and we don't know what to do, Lord, we are asking for mercy. Lord, we are asking for mercy. Have mercy on us and take us back. For we don't know what we were doing. We don't know what we are doing. But we know that, yes, once a reality, always a reality. For you have said we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We belong to you. We are sons and daughters of your kingdom. Take charge of our lives, Lord. Lord, let this word generate seeds in their lives, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let it have impact in their life, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that for answered prayers, Lord. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen.